You said we're going to be recording in 1080 60p. Yeah. Uh, when is the recording going to start? Is it in T minus five, four, three, two, one, zero? Prepare for liftoff. We're doing ASMR now, guys. We're doing ASMR, which is action, stress, maracas, and and real revelations. Because we're having deep conversations with nice, soothing white noise in the background. Yeah. You didn't forget you were just holding it for the podcast. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> about that, uh, that guy, uh, I went to, uh, for, uh, what's it called, uh, BK with my friend. Mm, are you trying to say BK? To <laughs> <laughs> okay, Burger King Bokeh. Bokeh. <laughs> uh, uh, we're, we're, we're in Burger King. Okay. And uh, the first thing, I... Okay, let me just say that this interaction. What time of day? <clears throat> it was nighttime. Okay. Uh, trying to picture it in my head. Any any time I've ever experienced. So we get in in, in line, uh, and the the lady in the intercom, she was like, uh, "Yeah, how, how can I help you?" And then we're like, "Oh, can we get? There's a new burger, right? And it's called uh, the quarter pound, whatever the frick." Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't even remember what it's called. It's it's like the double the quarter pounder. But oh okay. BK. So we ordered that, and she's like, "Sorry, no bacon. What can I get you? Uh, we want the quarter pound king. No bacon. What what can I get you? Uh, it doesn't have any bacon. We just want the quarter pound king." And she's like, oh, "Okay, what what do you want to drink?" I'm like, uh, "Coke. No coke. What do you want?" <laughs> Damn! It reminded me of the George Lopez skit when he's talking about Jack in the Box and how all these like Hispanics work at Jack in the Box, and then she's like, "What do you want to drink?" I'm like, uh, "Coke, no Coke. What can I get you? The uh, Sprite, uh, uh, Dr Pepper. Uh, what can I get you?" <laughs> Bitch, so, you got horchata? What the yeah, fuck you got? <laughs> so we get all the way. We we order the food. They're like, "Oh, can you pull over to the side?" Okay. So we pull over. Um, and then while we're waiting, a guy comes up and he's like, hey, he's talking to us in Spanish. Sure. I'm sort of like picking up bits and pieces because I don't know Spanish that frequently. Right. <clears throat> um, but like I'm able to like piece it together. And he's like, hey, do you guys have a quarter? I'm like really hungry. I want to get a sandwich. But like, right. sorry, man. We Wait, what, what, what are you going to get with a quarter? Huh? I, I guess he had some money. Oh, okay. He just needed a quarter. Like, sorry, man. Like, we don't, we don't have anything. Like. We can't give you anything. He was like, yeah. well, are you sure? Like, I just need, like, a quarter. Like, no, I'm sorry. As soon as I think he's about to walk away, the freaking guy who, like, gave, <laughs> who took our order, like, comes out, gives us our meal, or gives my friend his meal. <laughs> I'm the one driving, like, taking it and giving it to him. I'm like, oh, shoot. Like, and then the guy gave you the, the stink eye? He's like, Oh my god! And I just drive away because like, what else can I do? You know? Yeah, that's that's like awkward. awkward <clears throat> I mean, like, if he would have said, "Hey, can you give me something to eat?" I've done that before. I've bought, bought people like 
like a dollar menu or even like a meal before but it's like a quarter like what, what are you gonna get with a quarter dude like <laughs> fucking a gumball out the machine <laughs> oh your thing got disconnected there you might want to plug it back in i think i said plug it black in you might want to plug it back in well it is black insert it it is black insert into the hole there, there you go there's no, keeps, keeps dude oh. you need to practice <laughs> hope my first time is like this. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Okay, well. Uh, and then just the other day, I was uh, coming off the highway. Sure. And uh, a homeless woman comes up to me. Hold that thought one second. There we go. We're back. And so I'm getting off the highway, and uh, this woman comes up to me. Do you smoke? I'm like, No. And then she's like, oh, okay. And then goes to other cars and like asking them if they smoke for like, because she wants like a cigarette. Like, right. You think people are going to give you money now if they come off this highway more frequently? Like <laughs> they know that you smoke. So that's less likely that you're not going to get money because they know that you're going to waste it. So that's true. Uh, I mean, I don't judge people that ask for money, but I have seen or I've heard stories and I've personally seen stories where like, um, you know, people who do that end up really banking and actually are pretty well off in reality they just yeah i mean they yeah they also don't have to pay taxes because it's all cash and the government can't treat that true imagine if if you know there was no cash anymore and everyone like had to give bits or something like right credits yeah, do you have credits? Do you have any spare credits? Right, everything would be like electronic. Hey, touch my finger. I'll give you five credits for a. <laughs> it's like that one movie with uh, what's his name, where you have to like you can exchange time in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that uh, I I like that movie because the guy's last name is Salas, and I'm a Salas. You're Salas. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, that's a, it's an interesting con- concept. I think that movie was like it it had a good premise but the story was kind of whack yeah but i like the i like the the premise i feel like if they would have done a little bit more world building with that movie and kind of dope yeah it would have been dope and it would have been like a three-parter fucking that would have been like the new twilight dude <laughs> <The> new twilight <laughs> no i think it would have been like oh, a man. cool legit twilight. series twilight can you believe that can you believe that twilight was a thing and i like people were really into that yeah i will i watched it uh because you had you had like a stepsister you had your real your yeah (laughs) your real real sister (laughs) your stepsister you had your sister who were into that shit abigail wasn't just uh oh she wasn't oh okay just stepsister but like i watched it i'm like why the hell did people like this so much like it's so cringy and embarrassing like uh yeah the acting's like I mean, I so still dry. It, but <laughs> right Who, what's the name the main character bella uh, like yeah. dead face fish face girl like it's like who, who the fuck so are you awkward. dude yeah um yeah no, that the, the, the whole teen movie genre is like so weird yeah um but i would say that that is among one of the better team movies they're all awkward but that one's like just shot really well yeah well you know it's 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 a precursor to the whole um 
what's the fucking Fifty Shades of Grey? I think. Oh yeah. Was like uh, like uh, what's what's the what's the word when like a random person writes a fantasy fantasy based off of the characters that are there? Like, fuck, damn. Uh, smut. <laughs> yeah, it's smut. Yeah. Uh, let me look it up actually. Fan fiction. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't even have to look it up. Oh uh, yeah, Fifty Shades of Grey was supposedly, supposedly as Chicago people say it, uh, <laughs> it was supposedly fan fiction. Was it for uh, based off the Twilight story? I didn't even know that. Yeah, some hag thought it was interesting and wanted to make it more compatible for older people like herself. So, and who, who obviously, got no life. Right, pretty much, <laughs> and who are. I mean, because pretty much, I don't know if you've read any of the, like, an excerpt from Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, I, I read Let some me read it. something. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Straight from Fifty Shades of Grey. You're going to use that Amazon uh, look inside feature. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> excerpt. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Look, take a look at this. this, this she looks like the title. <laughs> She looks like a second grade teacher who works long days grading papers and shit. Has no man. Uh, Or her man probably works the night shift at the factory. Kids are off to college. Lane with a bunch of her other coworkers. Right. The exact same way. Right. And they were just like, oh, let's kick dildos together. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. So different than our last podcast. Hey man, you get, you get lots of flavors with us. Oh, okay, so let's see here. There's no skimping out, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. Okay, before I knew it, he's both of my hand. Or let me repeat. Let me restart that. Yeah. Before I know it, he's got both of my hands in his vice-like grip above my head, and he's pinning me to the wall using his lips. His other hand grabs my hair and yanks down, bringing my face up, and his lips are on mine. My tongue tentatively strokes his and joins, joins his in a slow erotic dance. His erection is against my belly. True love right there. <laughs> absolute passion. <laughs> it's absolute passion. It's true love. It's true lust. No, that's that's not lust, dude. That's romance. <laughs> it's romance. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man. I mean, hey, it is what it is. I don't judge people. I this mean, what, it, it got what, to where it is now, you know. And if this is what make you, you like makes you happy, right? You know, just what you know gets you through the day. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, I don't judge. I don't judge. Yeah, just don't ask me to watch the movie with you. <laughs> uh, anyway, well, what's on your mind, Adam? Uh. Nothing really. I mean, it was just those two stories that brought us <laughs> to Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, you know, you know what I was thinking about earlier. I was just kind of like lying in bed, and I'm like, uh, "This is where we get serious with the conversation." All right. Um, I was thinking about how life is a dance between pleasure and pain. Wow, that's deep. Yeah, and it's like self-invoked pleasure and pain. Mm-hmm. What made you come to that conclusion? Thanks for asking. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, I was just thinking about like how all the great people who do stuff with their lives, um, you know, they've most of them either had really hard circumstances coming up, or then maybe they started well off, but they had to put in hours and hours and give up, you know, going to family events or having relationships uh, or doing fun stuff. And they invoked that pain on themselves so that they could be in a position to have a better quality pleasure in the future versus short term kind of um, like a facade of pleasure in the short term. Yeah. Like I remember when I was in college and I would look forward to getting fucked up and not remembering the night because that form of pleasure meant, you know, that it was almost kind of like an excuse not to invoke the pain that I needed to invoke on myself. Yeah. Or I would, I would maybe not the word pain. Pain is, I, I like the word pain, but for the people who are afraid of that word, let's say pressure. I feel like people will be more afraid of the word pressure than pain. But go on, son. Well, I like the the idea of pressure because yeah. with pressure, you, that, that's, that's how you, uh, it's like alchemy. Yeah. Like a diamond can't come out of dirt unless there's pressure put on it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, like I was just thinking about my life journey and how I've a lot of times given up on huge opportunities because I've chosen the short-term pleasure. Um, long-term. Right, rather than the long-term. And, and I've made excuses to not do what I have to do. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like everybody who has a goal knows what they have to do. Oh, yeah. Like self-help books are kind of redundant because they're you're basically reading what you already know yeah (laughs) isn't that funny like yeah i was actually talking to a friend uh a friend uh not too long ago and i told i told her that i when people come to me uh i want to talk about stuff like about their life and, and stuff like i've stopped uh, giving them advice because they know what ex- they know exactly what they need to do yeah. for the most part they know exactly what they need. they just need someone to talk to someone to listen to them while they vent or whatever like they don't they don't really need advice um, and there are so many people out there who have so many like opinions and then once you're like opening up to them and asking them or not asking them for advice but like wanting to talk to them about your problems just because you need to get it off your chest They'll be like, oh, well, what if you did this? What if you? Did I don't, I don't need your advice. I know what I gotta do. Right. I just want to talk to you about it. Yeah, yeah, no, and and it, um, I feel like advice is, you know, is not everybody has the right advice for you. So yeah. like, it's like you have to ha- know who to vent to. Right. Like who who serves that purpose of just being someone you could vent to, and vice versa. Yeah. And then who you could actually get advice from. Like you should always be able to vent to someone who's at your same level. But I feel advice is reserved for the people who are at a better level than you are. Definitely. Like you're not gonna get advice from a fat person on how to get skinny, <laughs> or from a fucking person who works forty hours a week at a factory job on how to grow your fucking four hundred one k. Or like the funny thing is invest. Like, you know, yeah, the funny thing is, though, uh, we say not to or it's not a good idea to get like advice from a fat person on how to get skinny. But that's what high school gym is. <laughs> <laughs> for real, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, for real. Every freaking gym teacher in high school is fat. Or sex ed from a. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. From a two. <laughs> <laughs> it's like boy you never got none what you talking about 
Right. You should have shot me when I was your age. So first we're going to insert this banana into this condom here. You want to start with the ridge outside and roll it down. <laughs> Bitch, we ain't never seen a condom. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, no, nah, I'm just kidding. No, no, but yeah, I mean, um, back to the p- pleasure and pain thing. Uh, yeah, like, um, like Elon Musk. Yeah. Or people like that. That are the b- billionaires. They they gave up their entire social lives throughout their twenties to build these massive corporations because they wanted to solve. They wanted to create a solution for uh, uh, an uninvoked pain that people already have. Yeah. So, for example, they self-invoke the pain to solve an uninvoked pain, a big problem. And with that big problem that they're solving is where they build these massive companies. And so, like, people are trying to get rich or be successful off of, like, fucking solving non-issues or non-problems. Like, that's where, like, the, you know, pyramid scheme type shit comes in. Yeah. It's like people get this impression that they're going to make a lot of money, but you're really not solving any real problem with a pyramid scheme. If you think about it, like, let's say, I don't know if you're familiar with Herbalife or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Why the fuck are you going to sell supplements if you got fucking GNC down the street? You know, <laughs> like, that's not a problem to solve. You're not, there's really, unless you... Isn't feed, Herbalife plant-based? Mm, it's all marketing. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's like... It's so, all I mean, stuff manufacturers say or whatever. I, like, if I wanted to, I could show you where to get suppliers to give you the same ingredients from Herbalife at a much cheaper price, and you can just make your own supplement company. Like, uh, or even CBD. There's this new um, pyramid scheme they're doing with CBD now that I've seen a few companies do. And I, there's suppliers you could just research online that it will give you wholesale CBD, and you could do your own shit open your own storefront like why don't we do that right (laughs) (laughs) um there's another a meth one too we should we should look into methamphetamine yeah all right let's do it yeah um but yeah let's not do the product (laughs) (laughs) oh maybe let's do it um let's try it but yeah i mean that that's like the fundamental business like you're not going to get your 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 wealth or your income is going to be equivalent to the problem you're solving so like with example with art people will pay you a premium because they can't create what you could create Hmm. so the only way it'll ever get to that level is when you start being so proficient and so creative with your craft that you're your own shit and so like the the only way that they're gonna ever get anything that looks near that is by going directly to you and there that's when you could start naming your price yeah so um yeah, I mean, I was just thinking about that. I mean, I feel like that's that's you know, for myself, that's something that I, that that I that I gotta kind of hold true to myself in anything I do is I gotta make sure that I'm inflicting as much pain on myself as possible mm-hmm. because ultimately that's where the reward comes from. Yeah, and it's not pain of like depression and shit, but it's like pain like when you work out, you have to tear your muscles. Yeah, you gotta fucking when you when you fucking. Um, cut grass you gotta tear up grass to make the lawn look pretty right like um i don't know i feel like people complain too much in life especially our millennial generation Mm -hmm. and they don't realize that like our grandparents like your grandfather would like he fought in world war ii right or uh the vietnam war vietnam war right like 
that whole era. <laughs> well, I, I, I forgot how old your, your grandfather was, but my point is like that whole generation was like tough as nails because there were so many conflicts going on, so much pain, and they came out of it well off. Yeah. And uh, well off in the sense of like that, that's where like the baby boomer generation came from, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And people blame the baby boomer generation. Like, oh, you're fucking us over. You know, you're putting all these problems on us because of whatever. Like, no, you got to make your own solutions now. Mm-hmm. And there's so many ways to do it with the Internet. That's um, what life is all about. It's right. Adapting. It's where, you know, survival of the fittest comes from. Right. And, that's, and, and the thing is, we're human beings. We're not like fucking... We're not dogs, you yeah. know, that just chill all day and depend on someone. I wish I was dog Lokito. Yeah. They got a better than some <laughs> of us, too. For real. Like, I, I joke with with my wife, like, like we live in a pretty decent apartment. And uh, I say that, you know, our dogs live better than a lot of people do. <laughs> and, we, yeah. and, you know, obviously, we like, I feel, you know, her and I, we've worked hard to get to where we're at. And, you know, we still have a long way to go to get to where we truly want to be. But, um just putting things in perspective, you know, there's no real reason to complain. You live in the United States, you know, as good, as bad as things can be, you're still in the best country in the world to create an opportunity for yourself. One of the best countries. Right. One of the best countries. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think? I I was, uh, I was actually thinking about this a lot recently and I was going to bring it up last week, but I completely forgot. Um, but like, Oprah Winfrey, she was homeless before she became Oprah. Yeah, um, I remember seeing her on the on the street back in the day. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, who who else was homeless? There was uh, what's that that uh, that guy who does Family Feud now, Steve Harvey. Drew Carey. Oh no, Steve Harvey. Yeah. Yeah, he was homeless too. Like a lot are, of them. Are were you homeless. just naming black people on purpose? I uh, know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Career <laughs> <laughs> unintentional. You're gonna fucking start dividing racism. our audience, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what the <Okay>. fuck man <laughs> um no yeah there's a lot of like uh famous people who were once homeless and they they sort of had to get down just to name another black person tg td jakes he wrote a, a book called crushing mm-hmm. and it's all about that it's all about how you have to go through the process of your current circumstance and just come through out on the other side right um and then that will eventually elevate you to where you need to be and, and go through your circumstance doesn't mean that you're just sitting there and there's circumstance happening around you. It's like you you have to... You have to g- face it head on. Go is an action. It's not yeah. a fucking... Uh, just some fucking thing where you're just chilling there. Right. And so people have lost that understanding that you have to go through things. You have to walk through the fucking pain. Yeah. You have you to walk through th- the fire. Right. You have to walk on the fucking lava and mm-hmm. shit. Like, because... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. you have to you have to fail. You have to f- face rejection. You have to fucking get shot down. You got to you face the embarrassment of a failure. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the thing is that our PC culture nowadays um, with these, like, I mean, nothing as LGBT people, but, like, I think just the general idea of a safe space is counterintuitive for like what you're actually trying to do for the person yeah like if you want the person to be part of society in a strong manner you gotta if, if you're gonna help them out then you gotta equip them mm-hmm. to to be able to withstand the bullshit from society not keep them away mm-hmm. and i think that safe space thing is is you know, not just in, doesn't just apply to them but it applies to a lot of people is that yeah they feel like they're entitled to 
either I get what I want or what I feel like I deserve or society's cruel and I'm just going to fucking wait till that happens. Till Life Bernie gets cruel. elected. Or <laughs> till Bernie gets elected. Or whoever. You know? Yeah. Like, and it's not to get political. I mean, I don't rock with any party, but like they're waiting on that type of white horse who's going to grant them free, free college, pay off their debt. It's like, dude, like it's been 10 years since you graduated college. <laughs> <laughs> fucking figure your shit out already. Yeah. It should have been paid off by now. Right. If it's been 10 years. Yeah. If you're partying every weekend, you, that's where the problem is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like people who say I have no money, but then they, they, you know, drink all the time and smoke whatever yeah. you know and then oh i don't have any money well, it's probably because you know you don't have your priorities in line or in order right exactly and it's like especially if you're trying to be a, a self like a boss a fucking uh a self-sufficient artist or anything like that yeah. whether it's fucking music art uh photography painting uh even just like being a, an online person or whatever um that has that pain has to be your priority you can't be choosing the low level pleasures that suck your money away if that's a resource that you need or your time away if that's a resource you need to yeah. get where you need to go and i don't know i feel like i'm just tired of the bullshit from our generation like it, it's cool to to feel like the, the idea of like you know being interconnected peace love and all that shit that's that's great but when it comes to you getting mad at someone else because you suck, that's the problem. You suck because you suck. I suck because I suck. Like that. Like that's a realization. I look in my in the mirror. I'm like, hey, I suck, but I know I could do better. Yeah. And people are too prideful to say that. Yeah. People are too prideful as well to admit it when someone calls it out on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess that's also where like. Yeah, where that comes in was like, you suck. No, I don't. You suck. But it's like, yeah, you're right. I do. I'll work on it, though. Right. Come back to me in 10, like, a few months. And the thing is, that, like, it's not being, like, negative. or Like, there's, yes, there's people who are haters or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's definitely negative people. But, yeah, like, if someone tells you who, who cares for you and, or, and, and not just cares for you, but they're in a position that you kind of want to be in and they mm-hmm. tell you you suck heed that with a you know caution and be like yeah, yeah damn i'm i do suck but if they're willing to point that out and versus hide it from you that means that they know that there's something in there to come that's going to come that could come out right you know so like and and then that means also that they they truly love you if they're willing to call you out on it because yeah. if they didn't love you then they wouldn't call you out on it and they don't want and it's because they don't want to see you grow they don't want to see you become better right i mean if you go to like I remember a bunch of my teachers when I was in like high school and in college, they would say, if I give up on you or if I stop telling you, you suck, essentially, they didn't use those words specifically. That means I've given up on you. If I wasn't hard on you, that means I gave up on you. Yeah. So I'm hard on you for a reason. And, uh, not, I mean like, uh, for example, there was a few weeks ago, there was a teacher who wrote on a second graders math test that they filled pitiful, which is kind of fucked up. But at the same time, I remember being called pitiful yeah. <laughs> in fucking second grade and getting my act together and Dang. shit. Like, you know, like I, I went to school in the 90s with fucking teachers that have been doing it for 40 years at that point. Right. So they, they were in back. They were from back in the day where it would hit you with a fucking ruler. And erasers. Yeah. And erasers so and shit. Yeah, them saying you were pitiful was kind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and and so like, but yeah, I mean, like I, I them saying it pitiful is because, you know, they 
their job is to equip you for society and for, yeah. and, and, and be prepared and shit. So, mm-hmm. like, I remember, yeah, I would probably cry about it <laughs> when that fucking happened. But, um, you know, I, I pushed harder afterward. I didn't tell my mom to fucking complain to the principal. Right. And, and I remember when I was in high school, these girls got a teacher fired because she failed them on a Spanish test that, you know, they didn't study for. And it's like fuck dude she failed me no you failed yourself yeah I, I always hated that in high school oh she failed me did she fail you or did you just not right. do your homework yeah dumb bitch <laughs> no yeah and, and the yeah. thing that this the, the thing that sucked about that teacher getting fired now that i remember is that she was a latina she was the only latina teacher in the whole school Dang. and everybody loved her because yeah. she was very like point blank like she was very empathetic to students but she was very point blank about you either study this year or you don't. Or you either do the assignments or you don't. And, like, everybody was doing well. And it was just these two girls that had loud mouths. And I think their parents probably had some money. Mm. And they influenced the principal to make that decision. It's like... Um, and that's what you see in society. It's like, you know, these... Um, this PC bullshit, once again, kind of influencing the direction of things when really all the opportunity that we need is out there. It's not. It's not supposed to be easy. Like, is it to fuck? Is it, is it fucking supposed to be easy for a fucking lion to hunt for shit? No. Like, right? Is there, are there fucking deers offering themselves up to the fucking lion? Right. Right. And and lions have much harder lives than we do because it can, yeah. you know, they could get fucking eaten by a hyena overnight or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Like, and we're over here and they're on a constant fight for survival. Like right. We're just living safe. Right, we're living safe. We live in a in the city with police and some sort of order, at least, or in a society with some sort of order. And we're here complaining about fucking this person called me dumb. Yeah, or fucking the, the, the rich baby boomers are fucking screwing us over. Yeah, it's like that. Shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like if you if you like you have to quit being a fucking bitch. Just go for it. Go for it. Yeah. Just get, go for it. Feel the pain. The pain is important. Freaking Nike, just do it. That that brings us to our sponsor, Nike. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we they don't sponsor us. We just want them to. Yeah. Don't bring that up again. I'm sorry. Yeah. I lost my train of thought because you did that. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> we emailed Nike last week and they declined our our offer he's to be, heartbroken about it yeah and so uh, let's just change the subject so w- w- what else did you want to talk about today adam um so <laughs> <laughs> uh man so how, i i did a, a photo shoot with uh, a friend um and that went pretty well yeah how did it go pretty well pretty well <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I didn't know like there there were some some moments where I didn't know what to do uh, because she was just standing there and like I didn't know exactly like the kind of poses like she was going after. Um, oh, here's something right. <clears throat> after I had uh, edited some of the pictures, I sent them to her and she's like, "Where are the rest?" I'm like, "What do you mean the rest? Like, if you wanted me to take pictures, that means me editing 
whatever I wanted to edit and then sending those to you. Right. And she's like, oh, you don't need, you don't need to edit them. You could just send them to me. I'm like, no, 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 no. There's there's no way I'm gonna send you a picture and have it not edited. You know, like, right? That's my artwork. Um, it's like, bitch, if you want just pictures, get a, a fucking. Just use your iPhone. Yeah. Then, if that's the case, like. Right. I don't I don't get it. But like, yeah. So she Are told me ch- where where are the rest, <laughs> and I'm like, I'll I'll send you like like about four or five more, but that's about it because that's pretty much all I got left. It's like four or five more. When you hire a professional photographer, that's about mm-hmm. as much as you would get. Um, there are people that pay like thousands of dollars for just 10 pictures. Yeah. And to me, that's insane. I feel like you should at least get 15, maybe 20 right. from somebody. But people, I think people uh, expect too much, like professionals expect too much for their talent. Um, but their talent isn't even that great it's like a premium that's not even supposed to be you know like how big are you to expect ten thousand dollars for ten pictures or some something like that nice (laughs) uh yeah i mean i think that kind of goes back to the thing i was saying before it's like if they're the only person that could do a certain look, they could put whatever price they want on it. Right, but they're not the only person that could do that look. That's what I'm talking about, you know? Well, like, if they're, like, let's say... Oh, yeah, I mean, if there's, like, if they're, like, Brandon Wolfel, and he's, like, oh, yeah, I'll give you a thousand... Uh, for a $1,000, I'll give you one picture. I'm like, okay, cool, because, like, he's he's freaking Brandon Wolfel, you know? He's known wide over Instagram and has a specific look and people can try and recreate that look but it doesn't look the same right and it's like it's like you're getting the the actual brand versus shopping at aldi yeah and that yeah exactly right and it's like he is a brand like he is like you said he's well known right so like that's a different story from some random person in chicago who's been doing photography for like a couple years and they're like oh yeah i heard i can get good money from it so i'm gonna start editing these pictures uh really badly and then just send it to people and be like oh yeah ten thousand dollar (laughs) please yeah that's the worst thing is like when people try to imitate simply because they want to make money quick yeah because then it's like they get desperate and then they drop their prices and then they fuck it over for everyone Mm. um that's what happened with the whole online beat thing a few years ago oh yeah, yeah 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 when i first got it i could tell we had uh different like payment structures we either had a lease where you would have you would buy the beat you would get you know you'd pay a, uh, royalties for it for a much smaller price but you wouldn't have exclusive rights to it so i could still sell it and it'll be like 25 or 50 bucks per lease and then, and then like an exclusive rights contract that could do it for like um you know 300 a thousand those that that could scale up depending on who the artist is and yeah. how good the beat is then it got to the point where people were doing fucking 99 cent beats. Damn. Yeah. And so that that really like just yeah, messes you up. Yeah, like it, it drops the the yeah, the whole market. Right. Yeah, you're undercutting the whole market and and then um you know, you either try to sustain yourself by using your brand name mm-hmm. uh, but eventually the market just I mean there's loyalty there but the market is a is a you know evolving thing so eventually that loyalty yeah it, like kendrick lamar right. got loyalty got royalty it's already gone huh you haven't heard that song hmm hmm 
There's what? loyalty there. <laughs> loyalty, loyalty, <DNA>. loyalty. Okay. <laughs> Is that the one? No, it's DNA. Oh, okay. And no. his damn album. Ah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Alright, so there's loyalty there, but... Oh, the loyalty, you know, it's... Yeah. It can be bought. Mm-hmm. And if you're charging 99 cents for beats, that, that undercuts the market. So I'm sure the same things happen in photography. Um, it happens a lot, or it happened, I guess, with like JCPenney or whatever, where they're like, oh yeah, we'll give you a portrait, uh, family portraits for like super cheap. <laughs> It's like that's because they're the like fucking big, lame gangster themed thing. Yeah, thing. or whatever. And it's because they're a big corporation. The sepia fucking to just, tones. Yeah, I fucking hated those pictures. I'm oh so glad. And they're still doing it. Yeah. And but that's like cut, under, undercutting people like me who are trying to make it big. Uh, so like it's a it's a monopoly is what it is. But I feel like yes, but I feel like if anybody who has that type of taste or they'll do those type of pictures. I guess they're not working, worth working for. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't. <laughs> this is true. Fucking your uncle, your aunt, their, your baby cousin shit <laughs> in a, with a fucking <laughs> uh, Tommy gun. <laughs> like, what the fuck kind of shit is that? Old school Western or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to see my aunt with a fucking high skirt from back in the day. <laughs> And a Tommy gun. <laughs> Looking like Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, like, yeah, but that's true, though. Like, shit like that um, it takes away from the mom and pop kind of aspect yeah. of, of the creative side of things. Uh, what's another thing? Um, you're probably not too familiar with it, but I know that with, like, audio engineering, mm-hmm. especially mastering services, Typically with mastering, a lot of these engineers will charge like $300 for a single song mm-hmm. to master it. And mastering is not, you know, adjusting levels and adding effects. Mastering is just pretty much getting it ready for streaming or CD printing and yeah. or for like TV and shit. It's like making it loud enough, making it balance out with other so audio. So they're like playing it on a bunch of different devices. Right. And see what pops out and what doesn't. So like compared to mixing, it's like it should be a much shorter process. It's like I've... You know, a mastering engineer might take a few hours on a song versus a mixing engineer that might take, you know, five or six hours. Yeah. Some, some, some are quick, but, you know, you know, depending on the degree, you know, five or six hours mixing to one hour mastering. Mm-hmm. And those mastering engineers charge $300. The point being that there's a service or there's services out now that odd, like they use machine learning and algorithms to master your song in like under a minute. Oh and they'll charge God. you like six bucks. <laughs> on the internet (laughs) it's like jesus fucking christ i mean it doesn't like i mean i don't know it's subjective so it might not sound as good but still like for the for the person who's trying to you know get make it big and get their audio mastered and they don't have the funds to to get quality they'll go with that shit so maybe that's not the type of client that a master engineer that caliber wants anyway but still you know i think a few drake songs were mastered using that service now that i think of it really yeah so it's like it's still you know in a sense it's still kind of undercutting yeah but there goes also thousands of dollars to that a potential master engineer right they could have you know mastered a drake song right where drake just paid like six bucks yeah so i mean it's it's weird innovation and all that type of shit it's it's good, but it's like you know you de- you definitely have to adapt and yeah. It kind of goes back to the days when uh, like machines started taking over and 
like over in bowling alleys, they would uh, pretty much roll the ball back, and right. then they got you know uh, some machines to do it. So it's like, yeah, all you guys are fired now. Yeah, I think my my dad used to just like work at a bowling alley, and he would like set up the pins manually and shit. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you know. Um, so yeah, uh, automation, machine learning, all that type of shit. I think we've spoken about this before. We had. Uh, like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, like, like I guess the point is stuff that undercuts your service or your skill set. Yeah, it's like so that's where you have to innovate and find a bigger problem to solve. Mm-hmm. So like, what a lot of of the producers who from or from that time period where it went from good to bad right away, the people that have maintained kind of a lot of success are are people that they got into sound design. Mm-hmm. They would sell like sound kits for producers because they know that you know. That's one thing about like if you're if you're a creative person, you're gonna spend money on your shit. <laughs> you're gonna buy the best gear. You're gonna like you're gonna like especially if you're dedicated. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna spend money. So a lot of producers saw that. Hey, other producers are really where the money's at. So mm-hmm. they sell sound kits, fucking um, mailing lists. Uh, they have YouTube channels dedicated to showing them how to make songs and. Uh, you know audio engine audio engineering tips so like they they solve the problem for for a different group of people yeah and so like maybe that's like you know that's I mean, obviously that's called adapting and uh, right so you know how the, I guess my I, I wouldn't know how that would play out for t- photography would you have an idea like let's say you know, obviously with that JC Penny example or some asshole charging thirty dollars for a fucking I mean, I could kind of think of one, but like, what would you think would be a, a good way to kind of expand your horizons after that sort of challenge? Um, I wouldn't know, like off the top of my head, at <clears> least <throat> not right now. Um, I know LUT packs. LUT packs, yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, LUT packs. Uh, what Peter McKinnon, the presets, right? Preset packs. Those. Uh, and the nice thing is like stock photography, really. Yeah, stock photography preset packs. There's a uh, an app called. Fautus or something like that not sponsored like nike but uh mm-hmm. it's like you it's like uber but for photographers where you're like oh hey i want a picture and then the photographer will go and meet you at that place and then take your picture for like a buck and then they'll send it to your phone for a buck or something like that <laughs> yeah it depends oh it's like a dollar if you don't have a website and you're not professional and then it's like three bucks if you have a website and you're professional it depends on like I Damn, guess that's, the kind that's that kind of whack <laughs> i mean it's like two seconds and then you send it to their phone so it's like you made three bucks for like five seconds but you would have to like be in the in the vicinity like imagine you're oh yeah you're out true. here yeah you'd have <laughs> you to get like, a fucking request downtown <laughs> well i mean i don't think that's how it would work like you would you would it would be just in the vicinity but oh okay yeah, i, I guess, guess that's another sense. it's another way of like it's, like I said, it's like Uber. You know, you got to be in that in that area. Right. Um, but that would bring back some of the market where it's like, do I really want to go to JCPenney when I could just get the photo now? Right. Or whatever. True. Yeah. No, it's it's crazy. Or it's like you can't take JCPenney to Trump Tower or Willis Tower or whatever. What? There's like a landmark and you want to take a picture with the landmark, but it's like can't bring jc penny with me you know so i get fautas or someone who works for that company to do it does that make sense you want to take a picture in front of trump down bro <laughs> the fuck then you can also <laughs> just like ask somebody hey can you take a picture for me so i mean there's there's two ways of doing it yeah that's true yeah no but i guess the point of this 
conversation has been quit being a fucking crybaby. Yeah. What, enjoy uh, the pain. Enjoy the pain. What example were you thinking of? Of what? For the, the photography aspect of it. Oh, I was thinking like the preset. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, like gotcha. like <clears throat> uh, intellectual property is an easy ass way to make money. Like Pretty much. Oh, you know what? Tutorials as well. Yeah. Yeah. Doing tutorials of like landscapes. F stoppers have done that a lot. Tutorials, um, they'll have like ebooks. They'll yeah. have ebooks on like everything, Lightroom, Photoshop. And they'll have like full courses built out. Yeah. And like you know, people pay like three hundred bucks or, or more, depending and, on the level. And then they'll even undercut that. Right. So like there are people who are like, Oh yeah, this is like somewhere you would pay like three hundred bucks for this, but we're selling it to you for a hundred and it's like got fourteen hours of video or whatever. Right. And they only and that's the nice thing is like they only have to make that one time and yeah. you know, a thousand people buy that, it's ten grand you just made there. And then they can easily just update it. Right. Especially with nowadays where we have ebooks and stuff. Right. It, IP intellectual property is like is such a uh a missed opportunity for a lot of creative people. Yeah. And um, you know, like that that's something that like if you're in in art, photography, painting, uh, music production, if you have any degree of expertise that you're confident in what you're doing, leverage that. Don't I mean give it out for free to some extent, but also hold the goodies for like some sort of course or ebook or mm-hmm. you know preset pack or whatever, because then you can you can monetize that. So you're not always forced to just to always be in a creative mode. Of like coming out with shit with nowhere out of nowhere to, to, to create an income. Yeah. Uh, People have done that, uh, especially on YouTube, where they're like, okay, well, our videos aren't being monetized anymore because of X, Y, Z. So we're going to just take a different route. We're going to get sponsors. We're going to, you know, do this, do that, and start, you know, finding other ways of income. Yeah. Or, or you could uh take nude pictures of yourself and make a private instagram yeah. or snapchat and then just be like yeah if you want to be like part of my it. patreon like 10 bucks <laughs> 10 bucks you'll get a picture of my foot <laughs> <laughs> that shit's fucking weird dude yeah that, but people go for it yeah that's the thing that's the thing is like with, with this yeah but it's the same people that are blowing money on that dumb shit are the same people that are complaining because they don't have money to do anything else yeah yeah pretty much anyway a, a nice word from our sponsors mcdonald's <laughs> i didn't know they had a trumpet sound for there <laughs> mcdonald's is an american-based hamburger and beverage store go to the nearest one by you today and say that two plus podcast sent you and get ten dollars off your purchase <laughs> Right. Nah, I don't know if I would want McDonald's as a sponsor. I mean, they could give you endless amount of french fries. Mm. Who who would who would be like your ideal sponsor in this type of podcast type of shit? <laughs> <laughs> um, who would be my ideal sponsor? Like, what if Polar Pro offered us a sponsorship, dude? My gosh, that would be awesome. <laughs> or fucking Canon or Nikon or Nike, something. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that would be 
pretty crazy. They're just like, oh yeah, we just want to give you a camera. Yeah, it's still do a quick review. You don't have to be biased or anything, but you know, we would like some nice words though. Some nice <laughs> words. Yeah, they're a great company, but their cameras are horrible. Don't buy them. Right. <laughs> it only has oh, one uh, SD card slot. What the fuck? <laughs> oh man, uh, who would be like? I guess Squarespace. Uh, Squarespace is really easy though. It's an affiliate program. Yeah, but I mean, we should get on that then. Yeah, we should. Um, Honestly. Yeah, let's look into that later today. Uh, the reason being is because you know, um, if you're, it just it felt like it just got really quiet. quiet? Yeah, it's because the AC, <laughs> I guess, turned off. It's like the energy just got sucked out of the room. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, like when you when you do this type of shit. It's always kind of good to see, you know, especially when you're building an audience, whether it's us or you guys, the viewers, um, always try to figure out how you could leverage your audience to, uh, since you're, I mean, since obviously you're giving them information, you know, figure out a way where you're offering them some sort of value through a, a affiliated sponsor and, you know, make something extra off of that. You know, that's people think that's selling out, but I feel like that's just, if you want content, then I need to make some money then, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, I was watching a um, documentary uh, on Netflix mm-hmm. about, it's called Social Animals. Have you seen it? No. No, it's actually pretty good. Um, but there was this uh, photographer, his name was um, Hamza D or something like that. Um, or he, like, he still exists and still takes photos, I think. But like he, he, he went out with some friends um, and they and they didn't like the way that he would like after they took a picture he would go behind them and then take the exact same picture um and then they're like yeah so we don't want to roll with you anymore so Wait, then, what so would... like they would go to i don't know like <laughs> oh so they would take yeah. a picture and then he would come up behind them and then take the exact same picture that they took ah uh, so they thought it was like trying to rip off them yeah and, shit? Oh, okay. and so yeah pretty much and so he's like, you know what? If I, they're not gonna roll with me, then I'm just gonna do my own thing. Right. And I'm gonna try and find a vantage point uh, that will, you know, change the game of photography forever. That probably wasn't his mindset completely, but he went on top of a bridge, took a picture, and, and then fell that, off. Oh, <laughs> that picture like blew up everywhere. So people all around the world started climbing things and taking pictures. He didn't start it. Actually, someone else in like Japan did it or whatever. So he just adapted the idea to New York, uh, where he was living. I've seen I've seen some videos where they'll like these daredevil type people climb on big ass buildings and yeah. shit. I've seen videos where it goes really wrong. Too. <laughs> <laughs> feel I bad because people died, but right. there was like they'll slip off and they'll just like fly out <laughs> <laughs> into the distance. But uh, anyway, so yeah, they it's he did up, that, and then he he. Uh, People were starting to offer him money uh, because they're like, "Oh yeah, we oh it was Adidas. He they offered him to be a part of like Yeezys or promoting Yeezys, so he would wear them and then take pictures of them like with his feet hanging off a Hamza bridge." Hamza you said, "Yeah." Uh, and so, with that money, he would then take the money and then go and travel around the world. And so, like that was, I think that was pretty cool, you know. Um, and he would take like these dope photos or whatever, um, and uh, it's two words, Helmsa D's, um, uh, D A S I think, 
And so uh, people started like calling him a sellout just because he was where they wanted to be, essentially. Oh, yeah, like those he, are pretty, pretty, pretty fucking dope shots, though. Yeah. Like, it's sick. But he found his lane, though. Yeah, he did. And uh, if it wasn't for his friends saying, yeah, we don't want to be around you, <laughs> kind of going back to the whole pressure thing you know yeah like not that that was necessarily a thing that he inflicted upon himself but he didn't allow that to deter him yeah he didn't like um he didn't wuss out out of what's that no idea hear that yeah the fuck is that it's gone oh no it's not oh it's me Go on. What were you saying? Okay, there we go. He didn't wuss out. Yeah, he didn't wuss out. I mean, he he saw, oh, they punched me in the face. I'm going to get back up and... Fight back. I'm going to learn how to box, essentially. Yeah, I'm going to learn how to box better than them. It's a quote from Rocky. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah. Rocky is the crackhead that smokes crack rocks down the street. Yeah, not the famous boxing movie. Yeah. By Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester? Sylvester. Sylvester. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, buddy. All right. So, was there anything else you want to talk about? Anything else? Not really, to? man. I'm just kind of zoned out right now. Yeah. So, uh, thank you guys so much for watching. If you're on YouTube and listening, please uh, subscribe and hit the bell. The bell icon for a notification every time we uh, upload a video. And if you're on YouTube and you want to hear more of our podcasts, I think we only have three out on YouTube. So go on Spotify and look up Two Plus Podcast. Then we have two sign. out on YouTube, but yeah. Yeah, well, whatever. This will be the third one. Two with the plus symbol. Yes, plus symbol on Spotify and yeah. Apple Podcasts, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, right? we'll, yeah. we'll post the links below. And uh, that's where you'll be able to look at our other stuff. Yeah. Um, Follow we'll, us on Instagram at 2plus, me at uh, TGH Photo, him at 2plus Media. 2plus Media. Oh, did we change it? Did you change it? Yeah. Okay, cool. 2plus Media, TGH Photography with a bunch of dots in it. I am one beats here. TGH. Yeah. Um, you'll be seeing more of us and our guest from last week, Jareth in upcoming videos and stuff too so take stay on the look i don't know a lot of people enjoy that last podcast mm-hmm. it's really cool yeah uh it was a lot of fun um yeah if you have any comments or any would like to see any topics make sure to leave a comment below um mm-hmm. what else what's another cliche thing that you have to say <laughs> we love you guys peace out um <laughs> but not in a me too kind of way right <laughs>